0: So the boomer generation and coffee consumption.
1: Oh, yeah. When when I was young, like when I first was entering the workforce, I was amazed at the amount of coffee that these people were drinking.
0: How much are we talking?
1: Pots. like Whoa. I'm, I I. used to know a lady that said she drank 25 cups of coffee a day. That is not like, good for From your body. the time that you get up to the time that you go to
0: bed. Man. But you need to be committed. That's... It's almost as bad as like a two pack a day smoker. It's the same thing in terms of effort, especially. No no, it's a, an addiction exactly the same man, and like you you're not even going to get a buzz after a while. I have a feeling that their coffee they
1: were drinking wasn't even that strong. Maybe it was decaf. It was probably like some Maxwell Hell's fucking you know
0: bullshit. I must say i was uh I didn't bring my coffee gear with me, my mm-hmm. most laaw
1: bougie fucking you need to travel a travel case for your fucking coffee
0: equipment like that shit fresh ground um but i was drinking instant coffee for the two weeks and it was what brand nescafe oh that's not real coffee oh probably not but I, it did the job and well, it was yeah, pretty tasty full of fucking sugar <laughs> is that what it is yeah because i was putting a, a sweetener in it as well
1: yeah i think it i think it has a, it comes with a sweetener Oh. If it it's the same one that I'm thinking of um, I bought myself some Some Tim Hortons instant coffee Okay Specifically for the holidays mm-hmm. In that uh, The mixing of Baileys and coffee
0: Fuck yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway and it, it, it was pretty good
0: I've never been a big Tim Hortons coffee I've fan I've never
1: been an instant coffee fan And I'm not necessarily a Tim Hortons fan I like McDonald's coffee Hell yeah you do Their Americanos are fucking top of quality.
0: And I've always given you shit for this, but
1: you're loyal. It's true. Wow. It's it's funny that we were talking about McDonald's right off the bat. You want to go into some McDonald's shit? Hit me. Uh, I've been eating a lot of McDonald's.
0: What have you been eating?
1: Mainly breakfast. Really? Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about your schedule. It has to do with my schedule. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Mainly breakfast. Hell yeah. So. I don't know where to start. I'll start with this. Okay, so McDonald's. I use the McDonald's app, right? Okay. You know, um, I'm not. They know to me it. by name. I don't even need to. When I go to McDonald's, the one by my place, yeah, I don't even need to say my order number. Hell yeah! I just say I've got a mobile order for Jerry. <clears> yeah, and I, I use my, a fake name, Jerry, on my uh, all my mobile app
0: like for food ordering. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah, so then it's fu- it's even fun. I'll get into that as well. Um, <laughs> is So everybody at them this McDonald's, they know me. They know me. It's Jerry. So they're like, oh, Jerry, I've got your order. And I'm like, get up to there. And they're like, Jerry, how are the roads today? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm, I'm telling you, this, this one lady at McDonald's always calls me young fellow.
0: Young fellow? How old
1: is she? She's older. She probably over sixty okay, yeah, anyway, I have this rapport at <laughs> McDonald's, which I've always had a pretty good rapport at McDonald's, yeah, but ever since the wendy's
0: incident uh-huh
1: which, uh-huh that is a, which I
0: won't get into <laughs> no, but a great
1: story but I won't get into here um <laughs> i've been I've been really laying it on thick at at Mcdonald's with the uh the niceties. Yeah, I'm always I'm always very pleased and thank you, yeah. you know. But I've been making like small extra small talk and stuff with them. How's the morning? It's going pretty far. Like it's, yeah. I think it's working really well. People love that shit. Not only that is they make sure your order is tip top. Fuck yeah, yeah. Especially at those hours, like you know, like four thirty in the morning. <laughs> oh that kind of breakfast
0: yeah oh me? i was about to say you know these are morning people you know they're up at like oh no, five no this to work is at like six.
1: this is like graveyard shift people. Oh, okay like the end of the graveyard shift.
0: wow and they're friendly yeah fuck yeah
1: yeah like it's got to be probably the least desirable shift
0: at mcdonald's unless it works really well for you yeah. but
1: the people there like the, i don't know they're they don't, they're not in a rush because it's not super busy. Uh-huh. They're getting shit right. Like uh, earlier this morning when I was there, <laughs> <laughs> when I was there, um, one of the two ladies that's normally there wasn't there, which is weird. She must've been sick. She probably got COVID or something. It's likely. Um, But the older lady, the young fellow lady yeah. was there and uh, she triple checked my order right in front of me. Like I watched her. She's like, "This checked, this checked. I've never seen anybody do that before." Wow. Yeah.
0: But she did it three times? Nah. she said triple
1: checked, but I saw her verbally check it before she handed it. To That's me. worth 3. Yeah. <laughs> I think triple check is just like a, you know, we checked, sort of sort of thing. we're
0: sure about this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're pretty sure. <laughs> um anyway, what I really wanted to talk about was uh McDonald's, I guess At certain times of the year, they have really good deals on, like in terms of like coupons. Mm. Now it's all app-based, so it's, I don't know, it's just discounts, offers. I don't know what you call it. Okay. Anyway, so they have this offer um, where it's buy one, get one um, breakfast sandwiches. Oh, that's dangerous. Well, you know me, I'm... I'm not super cheap, but I love a fucking deal. Yeah. All right? Yeah. So you're familiar with the, well, I turned you guys on to the McDoubles. Fuck yeah. I've got something to put in there afterwards. Okay. But this is the next wave. Mm. They put out now, and they've had it for a while. I just, for some reason, I didn't ever try it, is they have chicken McGriddles, no egg, two McGriddle- you know, those pancake things. Yeah. And the junior chicken patty. Oh, fuck off. And not only is the texture, the textures that are going on amazing because, you know, you got these super soft pancake syrupy and the crunchy, the crunchy chicken. Uh huh. But the sweet and savory.
0: Fuck yeah. It's
1: fucking crazy how good these fucking
0: sandwiches are. They're close to a chicken and waffle thing there.
1: They got something going. Mm. Anyway, not only are they really, really good, but they're cheaper than um you know, say like if you wanted a sausage and egg. Uh Uh-huh. Buy about a dollar thirty. Whoa. So they have this thing at McDonald's, this offer where you can get two for one or buy one, get one. Mm -hmm. And so what I figured out is that if you go for the buying part and you buy the chicken griddle which is only 299 uh-huh um, instead of the you know sausage and egg which is like three four 430 or something oh yeah it's substantial yeah um, what you do is you make sure that you order the chicken griddle first as the one you're gonna buy okay and then you can add the sausage and egg one as the second one, and you're literally oh. getting four dollars and twenty nine cents for free.
0: So you, it doesn't need to be another chicken McGriddle to get the deal. Exactly. God damn! Is does headquarters? I just, I just figured this out like a couple of weeks ago. Is that like a local thing for no, that? No, no, no. It's it's on the it's the way it's
1: the way the app functions. Right. Wow. It's just an app thing.
0: I wonder if McDonald's knows this. They have to. No, nah, they probably don't yet, but they're gonna you know? figure it out. Hmm. Yeah. The McGriddle is the key. To a good breakfast once But not again. only
1: that, you're getting two, two sandwiches, one chicken McGriddle and uh-huh. one sausage egg or bacon egg, whatever you prefer McGriddle, mm-hmm. um, for $2.99.
0: Is there a limit on the amount of times you can use the coupon?
1: Um, you can only use it once per visit. Mm, that's the catch. You could just literally drive through a second fucking time. I guess that's another visit, isn't it? Yeah, or you could just walk in at... again it's me again yeah hello double it up for another visit (laughs) (laughs) anyway anyway yeah so i've been really fucking really on this fucking deal that's a good Good one one. man yeah so that's just part of part of my mcdonald's conversation there's so take put that one in your pocket there's a little mcdonald's tip for you it's it's the one up
0: from the mcdouble deal and also use the app that's where the good oh you got to use the app because that's where i'm missing out
1: I'm collecting so many fucking points. Oh, damn. They just released this new reward system Yeah, where you get um, 100 points for every dollar spent.
0: What are 100 points worth? Nothing.
1: Um, but uh, if you eat at McDonald's a lot, like yeah. I do, 14,000 points mm-hmm. is a, like a full meal deal. And 10,000 points, you can get a full breakfast combo. It's not that Whoa. bad. it's only a hundred dollars. spent. you could spend a hundred dollars. I didn't McDonald's.
0: wanna say it that seems that seems pretty bad.
1: No, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> no, no, compared to like other rewards programs, that's
0: pretty good, not as a regular deal, but just like a loyalty program
1: okay, you get it you get it regardless. I'm thinking of the... so go ahead, so I'm getting like every time you go to McDonald's, it's gonna be fifteen twenty bucks, yeah, so for every five visits essentially you're getting you could get a free combo
0: oh that's not bad at all see when you put it in in perspective like that right so anyway it's
1: way better than their old system their old reward system you only ever got a free coffee or a free medium fries ever after seven. If you buy seven coffees, you get one free, or you get one fryer coffee free.
0: Is that still an option, or is it included in the
1: points? No, no, no. They've changed it now. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's all points-based. All points. They still credited me all my free fries or coffees. I still have them, but they expire, I think, at the end of February. Oh, you got to get going. I have. I've been using them. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, but this whole points system is much better because you could almost get anything on the entire menu with points. Yeah. Anyway, that's pretty good. Also, um I don't know if you've noticed, probably not, that McDonald's has switched to paper straws.
0: Okay, I I didn't notice McDonald's specifically, but as a nation, it seems to be the thing that's going on. Well, you got to
1: think that McDonald's has got to be one of if not the largest purchaser of straws in the world. I
0: think that's fair to say,
1: right? So they've there's their paper straws aren't bad. They've got you know, the same diameter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you... you know, I hate these little straws where you got to put
0: two of them in. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Don't give me those straws. Yeah, they're not good. I don't know what the and size they're always, is.
1: And uh, they're always getting fizz and shit coming out of them because they're so small, you know, the carbonation. Is- You're just getting gas. Anyway, and plus if you grab yourself a milkshake or something, you mm. want a good straw for a milkshake. Definitely. Anyway, so they've done a good job with their paper straws. But... I started to think, you know, like, what about those people that fucking hate paper straws? You know?
0: I hate paper straws. I,
1: I'm, they're growing on me. Really? I don't like them, but they're not that much of an inconvenience. I just go no straw. Well, I was doing some research on eBay. Okay. And people are selling plastic McDonald's straws. Shit. A dollar each. Wow! Oh. so you got a box of those you're set so i I tweeted this out a little while ago. It was mostly you know tongue and cheek but you know a year ago if somebody would have said um if somebody would have said you know throw a hundred dollars at uh you know dogecoin or whatever whatever meme coin sure, a year ago, you would have laughed at them. Right, yeah, yeah, who would have guessed something like a straw that's free is now all of a sudden worth a dollar
0: that is ridiculous,
1: yeah, that's some serious uh serious growth, so the great thing about McDonald's and the great thing about people like me who mostly eat at McDonald's um the great thing about about these about people that eat at McDonald's a lot, yeah. Um, is you know that they always give you extra straws every time. So what they, what happens is in the drive-through anyway. This I is don't know. this is the drive thru experience. Okay?
0: okay, I'm a walker by necessity.
1: Um, in the drive-through, they hand you your drink with a straw, and then a minute or two later, you get your food in the bag. They always put a straw in the bag. Oh shit! Because they don't. They're like, oh, did I give you a straw with your drink?
0: I mean managers gonna be almost on my ass. always
1: you're getting an extra straw
0: hmm.
1: so i have i have like a a thing full of McDonald's straws what? like I've got hundreds what yeah from just from over the years of
0: course you do right I've got all these McDonald's straws, and now they're worth a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna be the crypto, it's not gonna be anything else it's gonna be the straws, not only this, they're just like crypto they're
1: In short supply. They are. And diminishing supply. They are. So the price can only go up.
0: Where do you think the nostalgic levels off? Like, I feel like there's only a window.
1: That there, in a couple of years, there's going to be zero plastic straws available. I I agree. And at that point, maybe you could get $2 for one. I'm not selling them. I want them. I'm going to
0: use them. For use? Yes. I'm I'm using them. They're worth more than a dollar or two. No,
1: no, no. I just they're a great straw.
0: They are and you you can use them multiple times. Sure. I'm you know, not rinse. using them multiple times, but you yeah, you definitely could.
1: Definitely. Anyway, I just found it really interesting that they were worthless and now people on eBay are selling them for with shipping
0: like a dollar each with shipping.
1: Well, I mean they're probably more like seventy cents, but by the time you work the shipping in, they're you know you're paying a dollar.
0: Definitely. I wonder yeah. what the minimum is for a straw sale. I don't know if you uh, paid any attention
1: to our Twitter. There's a link, <laughs> direct link to the auction that uh, this dude was selling them at.
0: Guess we'll have to go back and investigate.
1: Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's see where we go. Oh, next thing about McDonald's. Are you familiar? Have you ever have we ever talked about the Chip Buddy? Oh fuck yeah. We did talk about it. We the have show but enlighten our listeners. Oh my god. So in England or in the UK, this I, I'm not sure that this is where it originated, but this is where I heard about it. Yeah. What people are some people are into and this is not just like a fad. This is just like a staple like a, it's just always been around there where like people will take like a bun, like a hamburger bun let's say, or bread um, put some butter on it and then put like layers of French fries in it and eat eat it like that, like a
0: French fry sandwich. Sorry, were there sauces listed as well? No, it was just butter. Just butter. Yeah, like chip butty, you know? Oh. Yeah. I thought it was just like your friend. You know, it's a chip buddy but it's a yeah. tea. I've heard it I've seen it both ways,
1: like buddy with the tea, like butter, and buddy as well. Anyway, um, When I heard about this, at first I thought, that's pretty stupid. And then I tried it, but I tried it with a burger. So I would order, um, the perfect burger to order for Mm -hmm. is the single patty cheeseburger from McDick's with, like, plain. Uh No onions, no mustard, no ketchup. Straight up. Just burger, cheese, and bun. Fuck yeah. And... What you do is you take your french fries and you put, you know, you don't want to just willy-nilly put a pile of french fries on your burger. No, it's dangerous. You want to line them up so that the entire patty is covered with a a single layer of crispiest you can find in your little french fry box. Yeah. One layer. And the way that that it elevates that burger is fucking crazy. Really? Yeah, I think that you you could get a Michelin star <laughs> if you opened a restaurant and started like serving them exactly that way.
0: Does it have to be a McDonald fry?
1: Well, I've only no, 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 no. I've I've done this uh, at Wendy's as well.
0: Okay, with their cheesy cheddar burger. I know the one is the small like slider. The, yeah, kind but of it's thing?
1: like they put a slice of processed cheese on it. Yes, they do, and they put some like
0: queso on top. Yeah, that's, that's what. Really that, makes me feel bad as a person.
1: It really works well with the chip buddy. It does, but I, you know I can't go to Wendy's anymore. So, <laughs> um, so there's I'm, one next to the house. You can yeah you can stop in. It's not the same. See, like I had this conversation <laughs> with my sister because I told her the story, um, and she was not surprised and pissing herself laughing. <laughs> um, but she's like, "Well, why don't you just drive to the other Wendy's?" And yeah. I'm like, "It's across town." I don't want to drive across town. And um, her husband is like, you know, I'm like, by the time you drive across town and and you bring it back, it's not as fresh. It's not. The other one is literally like two minutes away from the house.
0: You know what's good when you walk in the door.
1: Yeah. And he was like, brother-in-law was like, well, don't you like to like nibble on your fries on the way home? And I'm like, no, no, that is against the fucking rules. I want to be. In comfort when I open that bag. Hell yeah. Yeah. So I don't touch them, you know? So the whole idea of like, well, you know, just eat your fries fresh on the way home. I'm just going to get home with some an empty thing of fries and be sad.
0: It's one less thing to be excited and happy about. Exactly. So I just stopped
1: going to Wendy's because <laughs> it's just not convenient for me <laughs> anymore. Oh, God. Anyway, the chip buddy. <laughs> yes, the chip if buddy. If I know I'm probably sound like a complete slob based on this conversation, <laughs> but I'm telling you, the Chip Buddy, everyone loves it, is crazy good. The Chip Buddy takes a a two dollar and twenty nine cent cheeseburger and makes it easily a five dollar burger. W- easily, I would pay. I would easily pay five dollars if they would preassemble for it for me and could keep the fries crispy.
0: Do you think it could be kicked up like a a a gourmet version, could it be I done? think
1: you could introduce some mayo. Definitely, but ketchup just seems wrong, and I've, all the other regular toppings on on the cheeseburger seem wrong. Like to mix with the fries, mm-hmm. you want the fries to be in a situation where they can be at their best, crispy. Agreed. And ketchup, mustard, pickles, just gonna uh, sog it out. Yeah, it's gonna sog it up. Huh. Okay. Are, I think topic number three for McDonald's. Yes. It's like an essay. Maybe, maybe four. Uh is this couldn't really is not McDonald's specific, but it was at McDonald's where I thought of this. Why can't you just take any sandwich and turn it into a combo? Can you not? No. Uh, so there the, are certain sandwiches that you cannot turn into a combo. There's no such McChicken. as a cheeseburger. No McChicken you can turn into a combo. Ooh but you cannot turn you can turn the mcdouble into a combo but you cannot turn the double cheeseburger into a combo you cannot turn the single cheeseburger into a combo you cannot turn a 20 piece of chicken nuggets mm-hmm. into a combo what's up with that exactly what's going everything on? should be you want to you, if you want to simplify things which every company is trying to do you know simplification elegance boosts productivity yeah boosts
0: profit definitely
1: so why not offer anything that you have can just for let's just say two ninety nine you can add I'd make it a combo.
0: I think that's a great idea. You shouldn't have to ask. Shit, can I combo this?
1: Well, I, I only found this out when I'm like sitting in the app, you know, building yeah. my perfect fucking McDonald's
0: feast. Which is a wonderful thing about the app, I'd assume.
1: Oh yeah. I, sometimes I just lay in bed and build these gigantic fucking McDonald's just, meals that I could just dream about
0: when like, I'm baked. <laughs> like this one i'm saving it for new year's baby
1: yeah well well, or tomorrow
0: or tomorrow (laughs) yeah something to look forward to
1: though anyway um yeah i think that's all i got on mcdonald's
0: (laughs) i think that's pretty substantial (laughs) yeah i've been using skip the dishes to Uh, get my mcdonald's here have you upped your tipping game no let's talk about it jesus christ so i've got a thing where when it comes to delivery services like Skip the Dishes or Uber Eats, I tend not to tip on the food, but the service being delivered. Wait a second. You don't tip on the food? So like if, and let me be clear, I'm not out there buying like you huge, know, huge builds of Skip the Dishes. I'm exactly maxing out of like mo- 30 bucks. All probably. the more
1: reason why you should be tipping.
0: Yeah. Um, typically, I'll keep it at 10%. Oh my god, sometimes 15 if it's this makes me sound awful, cold outside or whatever. Maybe 15. But as someone who <laughs> Okay,
1: but what if what if your order is like $20 and you're going to tip 10% on that? I'll usually do like $3 or 2.50. For a that is fucking. You need to change that. It I should don't be, think so. You should just have a minimum of five dollars. Absolutely
0: not. Yeah, five. Well, okay. You got to think about this. Is the way I look at it: the people making the food. You're not tipping them. Yeah, but what's the cost of driving from downtown to here, which is about a five minute drive? I don't think it's a dollar. It's a service. It is a service, but they're Also being paid by the company, albeit not for the same
1: reason that I can no longer go to Wendy's (laughs) is the same reason that you should start fucking tipping properly because people are going to start fucking
0: with you. I have not had an issue. Yeah? I mean- It's coming.
1: Your karma karma is fucking, cup is fucking empty.
0: Maybe I don't even know it and things have happened. But I don't think it's unreasonable to tip less than you would in a restaurant for someone delivering your food for a short distance as someone who worked in the restaurant industry. And I think I would,
1: I would agree with you if you were tipping the people making your food, but you're not doing that either. It's true. Yeah. You're a fucking, but you wouldn't, but you're so bougie. You waste money on the stupidest fucking things.
0: It's a principle
1: that you just can't, you know, and you worked in the service industry and you're not a, you're not a tipper. Like,
0: I am a I'm, tipper, just you're not, not f- in
1: this situation. No, you don't... I don't if, think you understand. It's You're going to tip a waiter who walks from the kitchen to your table, yeah. but you're not going to tip a dude who's driving uh, multiple kilometers to your and has to get out, buzz you, wait at the fucking bottom. It's not like he's delivering to a fucking house where he just knocks on the door or leaves it on the step, depending on how the customer wants it. No, no. They got to wait for your fucking ass to not even...
0: I come quickly.
1: Down. Run down the stairs. No, no. You got to push the button for the elevator. You got to wait for it to come up. I'm well timed. Go, I don't know. I'm well timed. JP, you should
0: be tipping. I, I think I'd tip a reasonable amount.
1: You're not. But, I'm telling you, you're not. Well, I, I think if we ran a poll, we of, should run a poll. Yeah, we should run a poll. I think we will. We we will uh, of um, you know, food delivery drivers or any type of delivery drivers. Yeah. I mean, you, should, you obviously have not heard what some people do when... I've heard a few things. Yeah, well, you, you may have gotten your food fucked with and not even known it. I thought it tastes funny the other day. Yeah. It's, fun, it's something. It's not something to joke about.
0: I'm pretty, uh, call it foolish if you will, but... It's foolish. I think, and also, we're all being gouged by skip the dishes or... No, no, no. Your lazy ass is too lazy to go and pick it up yourself. True. I'm also not mobile. It doesn't matter. I'm physically mobile, just not.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's not that's not their fault. You shouldn't have to punish. You shouldn't punish the people that actually have a car.
0: I think ten to fifteen is pretty reasonable. Like, okay, taxi cabs. What would you tip a cabbie?
1: Well, let's talk about the most recent cab ride that we took. Right. Right. How much did you tip the dude on the way there to tell us? Yeah. I think probably three bucks.
0: Yeah, something that's like fucking that.
1: bullshit. That's a low tip.
0: You I'm t- based on percentage. No, no,
1: no, no, no. When you're talking something about a short ride like that, I see. minimum $5.
0: I see that point.
1: I tipped him $5 on the way back. Okay. It was a, it was a $10 ride. Yeah. Is $15 unreasonable for that ride? No. Well, then why it's, not?
0: It's the price of transit, and I'm tipping by the percent. The thing
1: is, is, he's not Which was, getting that, was that 30% money. 30% tip. 80% of that money is going to fucking Uber
0: our guy was a cabbie
1: well on the way back it was an uber it doesn't matter it's the same service
0: you're still paying in as a driver to to do these things with your vehicle i, I got that right i see your point on a short run a five it, the short is, the,
1: the short run applies to the the 20 to 30 dollar order as well if your order doesn't add up to a five dollar tip make it five fucking dollars is it really going to hurt you to add another $2.50 to your like who even no, tips it's... 50 cents? Like you can't round it up to the nearest dollar? Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is fucking cheap, man, especially for a guy that orders same day roasted coffee delivered to my, to your to your door. That delivery is free. It doesn't matter. That's just it's by fucking a, a small wasteful. local company. It's so wasteful. The carbon footprint on that fucking pound of coffee
0: is ridiculous. It's got to get to the 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 retail spots right anyway, but when a fucking
1: semi truck delivers uh thousands of pounds of it uh-huh. it's a lot different than when this guy's driving door to door delivering a pound at a time there's a lot more fuel being used
0: well you may be right i've switched 100% to, right. i've switched you a local roaster doesn't matter two
1: blocks away but somebody's still got to get in their car and drive here
0: yeah but somebody's still
1: got to drive the truck to the store you could walk one block to Jerry Mart and just get it yourself.
0: There's also like four coffee shops.
1: Exactly. So what's your right fucking next excuse for having to get to forcing, like if I lived two blocks from a place that roasts my favorite coffee, um, I'm going to walk over there and get it. I'm going to feel like an asshole making them deliver two blocks away.
0: That's their only service. They don't have brick and mortar. They only deliver okay. coffee.
1: that's Then that's a reasonable fucking thing. Yeah. But. You know, like this motherfucker. There's a chicken place two blocks away too True. that you get delivery.
0: Hell no, I walk my ass over there, and I don't even like their chicken. Sandwich. I know
1: you've had delivery from there. Uh uh-uh. uh, I've been here. Uh uh-uh. uh, okay. No way, Jose. Well, when Johnny <laughs> is here, there's been there's been delivery. Maybe we can blame it on him.
0: I'm blaming Johnny.
1: You uh, not having at least a five dollar minimum tip.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I stick by it. I think no, no, I were, operate. I just had you on the other side. You were like, I oh, I s- think I you've got something. I see your point, but principally I'm operating on percent.
1: You shouldn't though. You should only operate on percent uh, at a certain level. You know, like, have you ever worked at a place where um, they charge you 18% whether you want to pay it or not?
0: Usually with parties
1: over six. Exactly. Yeah. So in those types of situations, or let's say, you know, something over $50. Sure. Let's use a percentage. Okay. Under that, let's use a minimum $5 tip. I think everybody can afford that. It's going to, it really helps the drivers. And you also have to remember that these systems are all about uh, your rating, right? Now it hasn't really. um, I
0: also don't rate.
1: It doesn't matter. Um, When, um, you know, so Uber Mm -hmm. as a, you know, Taxi service has the ability to for both you to rate and for the driver to rate you. Yes. Once that chain once they um put that feature into uh delivery drivers for food, which is coming. Has it not already already happened? It may have, but once it does come in, people like you are gonna are gonna have nobody will pick up your order because they're gonna see that you're not a fucking
0: tipper. I'd be very interested to see the this the range of tips that drivers see on a daily
1: basis. I guarantee you they're seeing more than $2.50 on a $20 order. Guaranteed. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You I've, would be on the very low end of the scale. Maybe. 100%. I,
0: well, the first option in Skip the Dishes, which I tend to use, is okay. 10%. The next is 15. Right, because that's the fucking the lowest you can you can tip. The middle is 15, and the top is 18 or 20. I can't remember right. which it is. It's not the bottom button. How many Ten is you... the bottom, button. exactly. That's what you're picking. Ten to fifteen, usually. No,
1: no, no, no. You that was the original range. once in a while, at a certain rate, but mostly ten percent. I did say that.
0: Yeah, I did say that. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck, kind of fuck myself on that one. Don't didn't
1: I? you know what I'm just saying is don't be cheap with the, those types of people that are sticking their neck out. They're waiting downstairs for you. Like you're already, it's already super inconvenient for a, a food delivery driver to have to deliver to a condo building. You know what I mean? Like
0: I do know what you mean. There, I see that your
1: point. $2.50 is going to go a long way. The extra $2.50 goes a long fucking way.
0: Honestly, it, and just my personal situation, if that was the case, I'd probably just not order out exactly. that extra 2 and $2. That's,
1: And that's exactly the mentality you should have. Yeah. This is my mentality.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Yes. It's not worth that it, extra $10. If it's not
1: worth it, then you shouldn't be ordering. You shouldn't be yeah. taking the slice away from the driver of all people. Like, I don't know about, uh what did you say, the one that you use, DoorDash? Skip the Dish. Skip the Dishes. Yeah. Does Skip the Dishes give you the option to tip the kitchen? Nope. Okay, because... I I just th- DoorDash? Uh I'm not sure about DoorDash. I've never used it, but Uber Eats does.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. And so then what is your what are you going to do in a situation like that? Are you are you going to tip the kitchen and not the driver? Uh-huh. Are you going to skip not tip the kitchen and end tip? You know what I mean? Like
0: it I say it's cool, but also it's just another
1: these people
0: barrier for
1: No, this for- only came about during COVID.
0: Right, people so you've got these people, these on business hours.
1: owners who are trying to make ends meet strictly by serving food out the door. Yeah, when they own a brick and mortar restaurant where people are supposed to come in and eat, right, where they are going to be dropping those percentage tips, definitely.
0: Yeah. Hmm. And I used to work a kitchen, and exactly. I would have fucking loved that. Yeah, that would have been awesome. So why not? Why not? Yeah, you got a good point, JP. You know, I don't know
1: why. Can't, why don't you? I think you'd be surprised about how good you're going to feel when you tip a driver like $5 on a $20 order.
0: I used to. I used to be an excessive tipper.
1: Well, excessive tipping is not healthy either. But, <laughs> you know. Okay. To go on further on this tipping, because yes. I have it actually written down.
0: It's good conversation. Another
1: place. Uh, this is a situation where I didn't like to tip. Okay. Wow. Let's hear it. Exactly. Where is it? So it was, there's, if you've ever eaten at Edo Japan. I
0: have maybe twice. Okay.
1: Well, at Edo Japan once. used to be kind of a big thing when I was a young person. Yeah. And when we'd go to the food court, I'd always want to go to Edo Japan. It's the spot. Yeah. Anyway, there's an Edo Japan, not too far from my place. Mm-hmm. I don't eat a lot of rice these days, but I got a craving. Right. And so um, I would go into this Edo Japan place, put you know walk in make my order to go. Yeah. They have a little bench built right there for, you know, have waiting for your order to go. And you know what? They they had this uh, uh, point of sale system where you couldn't use tap to pay because you didn't, they wanted you to see the tip. Option. Option.
0: I bet you, you could have used tap.
1: No, nope. Like on a system level. It didn't work. I tried it. <laughs> so then you're forced to either say, I don't want to tip anything, which they're making your food at
0: that point. Not a good idea.
1: Not a good idea. And then you're, you're, they're asking for you to tip. You know what I mean? It's just a a, a stupid situation. There's not a lot of service. It's a pretty happening. Th- they're literally just cooking your food, putting it in a bag, and putting and giving it to you. It's fast food. They shouldn't be asking for a tip in that situation. I agree. Okay, I agree. So I stopped going there. For this reason, because I didn't like hmm. the anxiety it gave me every time the tip window would come up, and I felt like I was being fucking shaken down
0: <laughs> for
1: a tip. You hear that, Ido? It doesn't matter, because guess what? what? Ito released a fucking app. The app doesn't even mention tipping. And I don't think they should. I, I, I agree. Yeah. If If I'm going to sit in. And somebody's, you know, like there's a waiter involved, I'm all for tipping. Absolutely. I will tip a generous amount. Yeah. Um. But if I'm just ordering, like standing there ordering or, you know, and then picking up, I don't feel like that's a tipping situation. So I stopped going to Edo Japan because they had this forced tipping question that always came up on the point of sale system. Yeah.
0: And you have to press no tip or.
1: No, no, no. I. Never. Because I can never l- allow myself to no tip. I was tipping when I felt like it didn't need to be tipped,
0: and see in that situation, I think about it and then I say, "No, eh, fuck it. I don't think it's reasonable." I press no.
1: Yeah, but then they might be. Oh, here, here comes that no tipper guy in here again. Let's uh, let's give him a little a little less of the uh, sukiyaki beef.
0: Still got the special sauce.
1: That's the other thing. So this Ito Japan, you would you would place your order and they'd be like would you like an extra scoop of sauce? Yeah. And I always felt like it was an unnecessary upsell. But in reality, when you order on the app, you're entitled to three scoops of sauce for no extra
0: charge. Really? Yeah. So, so is that an upsell.
1: So, Well, they, but they make it seem like an upsell. I've never actually, I've never actually taken them up on it like in person to see if they charge you extra for an extra scoop. Yeah. But I used to just go with the one scoop.
0: If you have three scoops, take three scoops.
1: No, I I go, I I found that two is the way to go. Two's, so I've been ordering over the app and it's been fucking great. I'm never getting asked, I'm never getting asked to tip for a takeout. Yeah. Um, and it's fucking delicious
0: so you're you're a fan of the Edo now
1: yeah not regularly but like you know i've had it maybe twice in the last month oh that sounds pretty good there's one right next <coughs> to the house I oh should, you should definitely it's like right over there should, you should download that fucking app
0: apparently the apps have all the deals
1: yeah oh, there's some deals on the app as well.
0: well It's it's funny you bring up the unnecessary upsell um i found out there's a subway on campus recently Mm -hmm. and i went in did my thing got a a six inch turkey yeah it's usually i usually go for the foot long but what bread uh that day i was feeling healthy so i went the multi-grain although it's probably i think it's got more calories than the uh italian but they were relentless like do you want guacamole do you want extra chicken right and it's all a gift card i'm like you guys aren't paid extra yeah, to work this hard.
1: The gift card, I'll give them credit. Because do you know what the deal is if you bought a gift card? No. You get a free six-inch. $20 gift card, free six-inch sub. Is it
0: free? Yeah.
1: You're paying $20. But are you going to go back to Subway ever again? Yeah. Then you just use your fucking gift card.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good thinking, JP, I must say. <laughs> That's but about a 30% discount. That For a sandwich? Yeah.
1: No, no. When... Like, when you get the free six-inch sandwich on a $20 gift card, yeah, that's about 30, you're saving about 30% over the course of the, the purchasing.
0: Okay. Maybe they were trying to help me out. But I yeah. must say, the offer for double guac and bacon
1: is ridiculous. It was too much. Double meat, double, do you want it toasted? I know they don't charge for toasted, but I want it toasted. I don't want it toasted. You don't want it toasted? If I'm not eating in, I don't want it toasted. As soon as they wrap that up in some wax paper, by the time you get it home, it's fucking soggy. Sogged out. That was the, the problem with Quiznos. Interesting. That's why Quiznos failed.
0: Did it fail?
1: It's it's pretty much
0: failed. It seems like every Quiznos that I used to see isn't there.
1: It used to be booming, and now there's a handful of Quiznos. <laughs> but well, their problem is they couldn't solve – because all of their sandwiches were toasted. You didn't have an option. Yeah. Right. So every time, if you weren't, if you're eating in, oh, you were having a great experience. Everything's warm and delicious. But if you're trying to take that shit home wrapped up, no, no, no. You're basically uh, eating a a wet sponge by the time you get home.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I feel like if I'm ever bringing something home, I know it's not going to be that good.
1: Right, right.
0: But it should be. Like
1: there's no reason. There's 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 ways to curb the moisture problem.
0: Especially with chicken.
1: Well, like chicken. for instance, at McDonald's, some people like, I there's obviously no set way that they're supposed to do it. But when they take the bag and they wrap up the top, and uh-huh. like fold it over. Yeah. That's a bad, that's bad news. The first thing you should do when you get a, a takeout bag like that is open it up. Let it breathe.
0: Damn right you should. Because
1: those French fries are going to be soggy if you don't. And so, you know, speaking of Wendy's again, they just came out. Keep coming back. Well, because they're fries, man. That's the one thing I miss. Right. They made these new fries that never go soggy. They, they, they do.
0: No, but, but I mean, somebody engineered they, this yeah, shit. They
1: put a lot of time and effort Fuck into yeah. getting their fries right. And I have to say, their, their fresh fries are better than McDonald's fresh fries. Oh. Yeah. And McDonald's was known for having the best fries. I think uh, when it comes to fast food anyway.
0: I think we've talked about this before, but I've never been a McDonald's fry guy. I yeah, like They gotta fries. be fresh.
1: Everything about McDonald's is, is key. The key is, has to be fresh. Yeah. There's like, I, I did the sandwich deal. And uh, by the time I got home, I just ate the hash browns and I wasn't feeling the sandwiches. Yeah. So I threw the sandwiches in the fridge. And then um, when I woke up and, You know, got a little baked and got an appetite going. Uh Um, I warmed them up and they were like, they were fucking garbage.
0: Yeah, and they don't do well in the microwave. They just
1: don't do well after they've been initially cooked. No. Anything at McDonald's.
0: We've got this uh, keep warm setting on our oven, which I'm sure many people do. Uh, Wrap your burger in a little bit of foil. Open it up on the top. Does a pretty good job. Not too much steam, but at least. It wouldn't work with fast food. We just, you know, dry it out. It is a little dry afterwards. Yeah. But yeah, the, the subway thing, they took me through a loop.
1: Yeah, subway's really bad on the upsell.
0: God damn. Um, Over Christmas holiday, my family was, my father and I were watching uh, A Christmas Carol, Carol or Scrooge, mm-hmm. the old one. And I hadn't watched it in full before. It had a pretty good buzz on laughing her asses off and i was really enjoying the movie and my 86 year old grandfather like shuffles down and we expect him to be super into it like come watch the movie like
1: pop a, a christmas in. carol
0: yeah like come in watch a christmas carol and i've
1: probably seen it a hundred fucking times
0: he just said i don't want no scrooge and then shuffled on and i didn't stop laughing for about 10 minutes he killed me i get it he killed me man but i also get it It's only so many times
1: yeah i mean I'm not much of a Christmas person, Nor but am I. as I've gotten older, I've come to enjoy a couple of Christmas movies.
0: Home Alone, I know. Which one? The first one. Only the first one?
1: Uh, it's diminishing returns after that. I mean, I'm mean, i not judging you. The I one one in, think it's great movie. The one in New York is, is okay. Yeah. I don't recall. Is there a third one?
0: There is a Home Alone 3.
1: I don't recall what the plot of the third one is, although I can I assume couldn't. it's that he's... Mm, home alone uh (laughs) but the first one i get down with the first one it's fun it's stupid comedy yeah but there's something about it that gets me and the same thing and you know i don't like will ferrell but really yeah i don't like will
0: ferrell but elf oh my
1: god that is a
0: fucking killer movie oh my god yeah he's just so excited about everything that happens yeah and then the the
1: obvious one is Christmas Vacation. Jeff Chase. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody's down with that one. The
0: National Lampoons? But, but happy. there was a
1: time when I was like, you know, younger when I was just sick of all of those movies. But as I've gotten older, I don't know. I'll watch them. I haven't. I didn't watch any Christmas movies this year. Yeah. But you know, if I was going to, those would be the three that I'd be willing to sit down and watch.
0: Yeah, I I think those are pretty good. I've never been a Christmas person either, but it's starting to grow on me as oh. less things happen.
1: My favorite uh, Christmas movie is Bad Santa.
0: Bad Santa? Have you ever seen Bad Santa? Is that newer?
1: Mm, newer
0: how? It's probably right, like, like uh, 10 years. Yachts.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's probably within the last 10 years. Probably is it cl- Seth Rogen? No, it's uh, Billy Bob Thornton. What? It's fucking great. What? Yeah, you got to watch it. I'll just save it for next year and watch it.
0: All right. Yeah. Billy Bob Thornton cracks me up. I never expect anything good from him. He plays him.
1: the Mall Santa and <laughs> let's just say at one point he's fucking this um uh lady in the, the change room. Yeah. And I guess he's fucking her in the ass. Uh-huh. And uh she says something <laughs> like I ain't gonna walk right for a week or something. I ain't gonna shit right for a week now or something like it's just fucking hilarious. Bad Santa. And he's like a rob like he's like a criminal, but he's also a
0: mall Santa. Sounds pretty good. And also, is he an alcoholic too? Of course. It sounds like he's
1: an everything holic.
0: Billy Bob Thornton is always an alcoholic in every movie. You notice that? I haven't seen too many Billy Bob Thornton movies, to be honest. Bad News Bears. He did a remake of that one drunk never saw it. he did a tv show called goliath uh heard of it never saw it wasn't great he was drunk the okay. whole premise is he's an alcoholic maybe billy bob thornton's an alcoholic
1: possibly um i did see him in that fargo show I only watched, he was in that i only watched a couple of episodes didn't yeah. like it but other than bad santa and that i think i saw him in sling blade which is a pretty old Whoa. movie don't a know a long it. time ago Uh, that was pretty good, but that's about it.
0: Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. He cracks me up.
1: Um, I told you a little bit about, uh, my lossless music, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I've been, for people who have been listening, I'm, you know, you got your MP3s, which is like a compressed music file. So it, you know, it takes away from some of, some of the sound of the music. Most people couldn't, couldn't tell, but. You know the quality uh, of a, say a CD versus an MP3 is it's noticeable. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to buy a lossless player, like you know where it's not compressed; it's the exact file, whether it's a WAV or a FLAC file, um, where you know the music is lossless. And lossless players have been pretty expensive over the years. What and are we talking? I don't know, like the price of an iPod, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like five hundred bucks, let's say. Give or take. Yeah, it's pricey. Um, even more. I've seen some that are like fifteen hundred bucks. Wow. Um but now phones, phone processors have gotten to a point where they can really handle hmm. lossless music. And so I installed a player. I I've been collecting music on hard drives for a long time. You have, man. I've got hundreds of, i've got almost a terabyte of music Fuck. and i have like i don't know like 35 gigabytes of frank zappa which is like is that. like all of it yeah it's like over 100 <laughs> hundred hundred albums fuck man yeah 35 gigs anyway so i've been really into the lossless music lately and uh when i start talking about the lossless music this is what i start thinking about
0: You have a compilation of every good song ever done by anybody.
1: Anyway, Gil whenever, Scott Heron. Whenever I start talking about my music collection, <laughs> I start thinking about that exact
0: part of that song. Man, that song is a roadmap for fucking awesome music. It's not bad. I think it's maybe one of the better things L C D did.
1: Losing Losing My Edge?
0: Yeah. It, it it's
1: d- definitely one of their better songs.
0: Yeah. It's and definitely off their best album. I keep I agree. I also really love Sounds of Silver though it's short i think it's only eight or nine songs is i like...
1: like uh what's the other one
0: uh was it before
1: no the second most recent album of theirs this is happening yeah
0: that's a good album
1: that and lcd lcd the, those are the two that i like the most sounds a I... silver for me it's just short it seems short it is it seems like an ep But it's like almost it's eight or nine songs yeah but you know does it have like two 10 minute versions of yeah
0: no 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 exactly
1: <laughs> so i don't know it feels it feels like a bit of an ep
0: to me well i mean lcd lcd is like a was like a 25 30 song album something like that it's really long but i get through it every single time yeah
1: it's one of those albums you can just listen to every track
0: i got my uh year in music from google okay i'm a youtube music person yeah um,
1: i was i don't i haven't used it in, since i started this lossless thing that's fair i use it on my computer here and there but never when i play music off my phone
0: it's probably smart i've been not so happy with their performance as a as a platform for listening anyway
1: you tell me because cause i'm just gonna go on a rant if you don't
0: so they collected my year in music yeah, i suppose yeah, yeah. it wasn't wasn't as good as spotify's but uh, for me it was people under the stairs and that one lcd sound system album which one the lcd lcd Oh, the first one. Yeah. I forget how many times I'll pull it up, but people under the stairs I log fifteen hundred minutes. Oh really? Yeah, that was pretty much all I listened to. I won't tell to. you how many
1: uh times I listened to the party. How many? A lot. <laughs> like um over fifty times. Fuck yeah. And you
0: was you've known about it for like a year maybe? Two years. It's been that long.
1: Almost two years. Jesus. Right Christ. around two years, yeah. Wow. I've been listen I haven't been listening to it a lot lately, but it's not because I don't like it. It's just I know the I know every fucking note. I the know all the note. lyrics. Yeah, I could just throw that on in my head.
0: Yeah. yeah. Isn't that
1: the best? Yeah, I throw a lot of music on in my head. It's a problem sometimes.
0: But it's also pretty cool to be able to do it. Like when you know the music that
1: well. Well while we're on the topic of music, the yeah. other song that I've been doing that with, it's been it's been running through my head nonstop, I want to say, for close to two weeks. Okay. It's, uh, I don't know how much to play of it, but I'll play a bit of it. Um, It's Neil Young. Yeah. Off Trans. Right. Which is like. A <laughs> fucking album. It's like the best. It's really weird. It's In not a good really way. weird. It's, it, anyway, it's very, it was very forward. Like he was like way ahead of his time when he was writing this album. Not particularly like. So most of the song, most of the songs sound very electronic. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a couple of songs on the album that don't sound electronic. This is one of them. This is the last song on the album. It's called uh, "Like a Inca." Nice. And I don't know. I've, the lyrics have just been constantly running through my head for, like I said, almost two weeks. And even though when I listen to other things, they should, you know, they should take the place in my head of this. But no, no, this just keeps going. <laughs> I don't play it. It's a pretty interesting song. Anyway, let's let's listen to it. Right on. It's a, like a 10-minute song, by the way, and I'm not going to play the whole 10 minutes, but uh, More fun, fun fact, it's a 10-minute song uh, on the digital version of the album, but originally when it was released, it's like a six-minute song because, you know, they didn't have the space. Right. Right. So they had to, it's different, it was, this is the extended cut. It's a into- Okay, so...
0: That's really good.
1: It is really good. Fuck. So, it's just... The lyrics are so interesting, you know? Like, the gypsy told my fortune. She said that nothing showed. You know? And then, you know, he's he's talking about... like The song's called Like an Inca. Yeah. Right? He's like, who put the bomb in the sacred altar? And why should we die if it comes our way? It's almost like... Uh, and then later on in the song, he... Well, actually kind of hints at it here in in that same verse, he's like, and why should we care about a little button? Almost like, you know, dudes got their finger on the button, oh. you know, of nuke a nuke. Um the next part is the chorus, and then I don't know. I might just play a bunch more of it. Let's just see. Yeah man It's just such a great song. It doesn't, it's weird that it's on this album because it doesn't necessarily fit, but this this lyric where he's like, um, if you want to get high, build a strong foundation, sink those pylons deep and reach for the sky. I think he's like, he's almost like trying to get into the mind of, you know, the people who are building, uh, you know, like pyramids like whether they were the south american or central american pyramids or you know egyptian pyramids you know sink those pylons deep now you know like some big cement pylons you know to keep the structure stable yeah
0: yeah it's pretty interesting i don't know i just really love this song for some reason well i just caught on the end of it Do you hear the pocahontas reference it's it sounds some, it has a similar sound to Pocahontas. So but the lyric what's the was, I wish I was a trapper. Yeah. I would leave yeah, a thousand pals.
1: Yeah, the chorus is very similar structurally to Pocahontas.
0: Interesting. Think, yeah. That's really and, cool. I that, think
1: that was immediately the first time I ever heard the song. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking was the Pocahontas.
0: Off the Crazy Horse yeah. live album of Russ Never Sleeps.
1: Yeah, this came after Poca- Pocahontas.
0: That's super cool. So he's kind of giving himself a nod there. He must be.
1: Yeah. And so the lyrical
0: structure is almost identical.
1: So, like, I've been listening to this album a lot. Yeah. And uh, looking up different stuff on it, you know, like how did it come about? And, you know, he was still recording with Crazy Horse on this album. Yeah. And one of the guys from Crazy Horse said that, you know, we recorded the entire album and then he. He, Neil, um, replaced it with all this electronic shit. <laughs> Literally said that, electronic shit. And I'm thinking to myself, this album without that electronic shit wouldn't be as good. No. And so then I read a little bit more about it. And during this time, um, I don't know if you know about Neil's kids having cerebral palsy. I Yeah, yeah. yeah Only so, one of them, right? I think two. Oh shit. Yeah. Which is like the odds of that are really crazy. Wow. Um, anyway, uh, he was going through this period where he was trying to learn to communicate with his son. Yeah. And he felt like, you know, this new electronic stuff that he was putting on his voice and stuff was kind of an homage to that. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. really pretty interesting actually. Anyway. Um, I give. I guess I should give the people an example of, you know, the electronic stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, I
0: got to go back to that album, man. That's a gooder.
1: Oh my god, it's it's one of the best. It's one. It's it's probably the best single Neil Young album in my books. And then the the one that he recorded right before this, Reactor. Yeah. That's my second favorite.
0: Is that the one with like the mirror? No, it's Mirabell. No, it's <laughs> like a
1: black and red cover. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um. I'm going to play this other song from this album. It's called Sample and Hold. Okay. You got to remember, this album came out in 1982. He's ahead of his time, man. Yeah. Well, wait till you hear the, the lyrics to this song. It's fucking out there, man.
0: 82? 82. <laughs> it so was Im-
1: recorded in 81, released in 82.
0: I immediately hear Giorgio. Oh, yeah. Giorgio. And then Daft Punk. Yeah.
1: But like, <clears throat> okay, so I have the original pressing of yeah. this album. I bought oh, wow, it. Wow, that's cool, man. Yeah. I bought it in 1996 or maybe 95 out a used record store yeah. for $6. Man. And like. This was, this is, uh, you know, by like the, you know, Rolling Stone, Spin Magazine, these motherfuckers. Yeah. This is considered one of the worst Neil Young albums of all time back then. Now, like, and I was, I've always been into it. Definitely. Yeah. And now I would say people would consider it one of the better albums, you know, Maybe. like even Crazy Horse was saying they took out all of our stuff and put in all this electronic shit. Shit. Yeah.
0: I don't know if many people know about it.
1: I don't think a lot of people know about
0: it. I didn't know about it until you showed it to me.
1: Yeah. And I mean, not only is he talking about like a robot. Yeah. He's ordering a robot. You know, he's like hair, blonde, eyes, blue, weight, one, (laughs) one, Oh, disposition, even (laughs) mood code, rotary adjustable. He's like,
0: this is that some is really crazy
1: shit. really well thought out shit. Yeah, that you know, Tesla just announced they're gonna make a robot. You know what I mean? Like this is forty years ago. Basically, this is yeah, this album's forty years old, and he's talking about this kind of shit. And there's another song on this album called "Computer Cowboy." Yeah, where he's a hacker. His it's his name is Computer Cowboy, aka Sis Crusher. <laughs> like system crusher crazy from 1982 like most people the like personal computer wasn't even a thing in 1982 no. you would have an a an, like Atari 2600 would be the closest thing to a home computer at that time
0: yeah and people were the internet wasn't a thing at that point was no it? no not even close
1: well i mean not for uh the general population yeah it might have been used for you know probably in the early days if at all well, it was used for data transfer, but not like the idea of websites and media and stuff. No.
0: Hell no. It's crazy how young all of that is. Yeah. Because 40 years ago. Yeah.
1: It's even crazier that Neil Young was singing about it in 1982. Ahead of the curve. And like, you know, Neil Young did a Unplugged album, right? Are you familiar with that? Which one? MTV Unplugged. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Actually... No, I don't think I've listened to it. Oh, it's really good. Okay.
1: Yeah. And he does a version of Sample and Hold on that, and it's like night and day. It's like
0: acoustic. All acoustic shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's still really good.
0: Hell yeah, Neil.
1: Yeah. But this is the... that was Or that was the original version.
0: It must be a crazy feeling to have that large of a catalog. And like, he's worked with everybody. Yeah. Over the years. It's something else. He definitely has. I've been getting back in... <laughs> A little bit to Iron Maiden recently. Okay. Any particular album? Power Slave. Okay. Getting into a bit of Power Slave. Um, Number of the Beast. Okay. Not really an album for me. Not a huge fan.
1: I was always a fan of, uh, is it called Seventh Son of a Seventh Son?
0: I don't know. Let me look it up. I'm going to play a track here, Lost for Words, off Power Slave. And... I'm a big Rush fan. I hear a lot of like the drumming from Rush and the bass lines and all that stuff. Yeah, check it out.
1: definitely hear rush in the you know the main
0: guitar riff the drumming too is where it gets me i think yeah the drumming isn't
1: as good obviously no but the sound like the way it was recorded yeah i definitely hear
0: that it's 84 yeah. and i i was never huge into maiden but i appreciate some of their stuff for sure i was really into the seventh son of a seventh son album. that's the album hey what what yeah. time was that roughly 88 Ooh, interesting yeah um, I haven't listened to it
1: forever, but I had it as a kid. It was really good.
0: It's definitely like, uh, at least for me, teenage music.
1: I used to like their artwork a lot. Yeah.
0: It kind of scared the fuck out of me. Uh, Tool used to scare the fuck out of me too. Really? Yeah. Weird. You were scared of a lot of things. Scared of everything. Yeah. Everything. But I remember looking at the album cover for 10,000 days, like 13 or 14. I'm like, no, I don't know what this is, but I don't like it. <laughs> okay (laughs) things have changed yeah i've been jamming uh i don't know if i told you about these guys amel and the sniffers
1: i've heard of i've heard of heard of them
0: it's a band from australia this album came out in 2021 i've been playing it for the last little while track is called security
1: she say uh let me in your heart let me in your bum in your pub oh <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say.
0: it's some new age shit i suppose security would you let me in your pub I'm not looking for trouble yeah. i'm looking for love yeah yeah it's australian you said yeah i like the style it's okay it's not complicated or anything but i dig
1: it that chick's voice uh reminds me of uh josh homie's ex Right, what her name, we, Brody Daly or whatever her fucking name is. I can't remember what band yeah. she was in. But I don't remember either. Similar sound somewhere in there. Not I don't think the I ever music. listened to her music. I might have checked it out for 10 seconds yeah. while
0: I was, was perusing reading the headlines. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, anyway, oh, that not bad. I Honestly, it's it's just a fun album. I've been jamming it recently and it gets me fired up. Amel and the Sniffers. Like, yeah. like amel Nitrates. Yeah, I that's mean, yeah. it's so funny. I like their
1: style um earlier i was telling you about that i think it's called soft white underbelly yeah um let me see if that i don't i don't want to be wrong about it um i love the name for that too soft white underbelly i'm sure that's what it's called
0: could be referring is to sh-
1: soft white underbelly soft white underbelly is basically as i was telling you earlier is this dude who I don't know if he purposefully, it doesn't seem to be that he only interviews homeless people or people that are down on their luck. Yeah, yeah. But he does interview a lot of those types of people, but very specific types of people, like people with an interesting background. Yeah. You know, whether it was the white, there was that uh, skinhead guy. Right. He, He interviews this, like this prostitute that's, she turned her first trick, she said, when she, I think she was. 11 or 13 uh, or something yeah crazy shit yeah anyway um definitely worth checking out
0: what <laughs> <laughs> the two examples followed by definitely worth checking out cracks me up
1: well it is worth
0: checking out i don't know i
1: like to i like to the realness of it right and
0: yeah i i laugh with uh in jest but because
1: it's, like like i was saying there's this one episode with this guy who is a drifter yeah um, like I said, he grew up in a very, you know, he had a mom, mom and dad and a structured household uh, with religion and blah, blah, blah. And, like, he never smoked or drank or anything before he got of age. Yeah. And now this dude has got a complete face tattoo. And he likes to, he he, he doesn't hitchhike. He walks. He walks at least 20 miles a day. He must be in killer shape. Is he eating? Yeah. drinking water? Yeah, he said he makes a ton of money uh, uh, panhandling. Like more than enough than he, he needs to live. Sounds like he's killing it. He said for he can go panhandle for a couple of hours and be up like 300 bucks. What? I know. I, I was thinking I should start
0: panhandling. Fuck, man. This ties this is into all- our previous
1: conversation. Yeah, this is in um, Los Angeles as well. High density. Well, no, no. But I mean like Los Angeles has one of... The most notorious uh, homeless problems in the world. Like, everybody thinks that... Oh, yeah. like Just just like in Canada, where yeah. all the homeless people go to Vancouver
0: yeah. Yeah, because yeah. of
1: the weather. Yeah. Same thing with uh, LA.
0: You freeze where we are currently, so you may yeah. as well go somewhere warm. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Yeah, soft white underbelly. Definitely worth spending a few hours uh, watching. Do you have a lot of material? Tons. Way too much. Like uh he he was interviewing this uh dude, I think his name's Chris, yeah, who's schizophrenic, yeah, and uh they you know he did a follow up with him, and then somehow this guy's family saw the video and they wanted to not happy oh well, they wanted to help him out, you know, but you know it's not that it's not that some people just don't want help, it's that some people would prefer to be in the the throes of schizophrenia mm-hmm. rather than um the numbness of the medication, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and so his family came out looking for him, and the interviewer guy you know just did wasn't able to track him down mm-hmm. during the time that they were there and then um he f- ended up finding the guy sleeping on the sidewalk you know, weeks later and had him in for like a follow-up conversation. And the guy was kind of like, I don't really want the help, you know, like, yeah, I'm yeah, This looks bad. It is bad, but At I don't like cost. Yeah. I don't like the way the medication makes me feel or whatever, but I'm almost certain that this dude became schizophrenic. Like Obviously he, he probably had a predisposition yeah. to, to, becoming schizophrenic but he he seemed to display uh the symptoms when he got into bath salts
0: which kind of makes a lot of sense was he younger when he got into the bath salts yeah you know yeah because it seems like you're it really hits you by 25 or bust yeah and that's right
1: in the range that this guy's at
0: yeah yeah seeing how we're on the topic yeah um salts. No, schizophrenia. Oh, okay. Um, I was reading a paper the other day. Have you ever tried bath salts? No, have no, you? No, What is bath salts? It's like I, I,
1: I heard it, that it was supposed to be synthetic THC, although no. I don't think that that is an accurate description.
0: But then again, when you look at the compounds that people are making for like fake THC.
1: I don't know. You'd have to look <sighs> up bath salts and find out what it re- really is. I'm not I'm not familiar.
0: Cathinones. So it's a uh, stimulant class. That's all it's I know It's also about a it.
1: psychotic
0: class. I guess so.
1: Because <laughs> uh, even like the videos I've seen of people who are on bath salts, yeah. it's they're, it doesn't look like a good time.
0: No, it doesn't, man. No. It, any of those weird-ass substances that get you just people, whacked out, man, people, I'm good.
1: It, people thought it was, uh, at first, I remember people thought it was interchangeable with weed or it was going to be. mm and, I mean, it
0: became quite obvious that it wasn't. After that dude ate that guy's face. Oh. Which I think was a bit of a hype story, the guy,
1: too. A dude ate a guy's face?
0: Yeah, in Miami. This is like, the first time I heard about bath salts. It was on the news, like, oh, okay. man eats other
1: man's face. That would happen in Florida.
0: It might And I think the yeah. first
1: time I ever heard about bath salts was some story out of Florida. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think it was in, like, 2010.
1: Something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Even before that, I heard about bath salts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure this guy was also super mentally ill, and the media was like, let's hype it up with the drug story. Sure. What's the longest time that you've ever stayed up? Do you know? Um, For me, it's probably like 38 hours, maybe 40. Well, I could tell you a story about it.
1: Let's hear it. So I had, I broke my nose like a bunch of times in my life. And, One of the final times that I broke it, it like had like a crushed septum on one side.
0: Oh, fuck,
1: man. Yeah. That sounds awful. I was always getting uh, sinus infections constantly. Shit. I think right before I got the surgery, I had three separate sinus infections in four months. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, so then I got like septoplasty, which is where it's basically... It's not a nose job, but it involves some of the same shit where they break your nose and try and straighten it out and uncollapse your the one side of your septum, right? Crazy. But um, what they do is they sew into your nose these plastic splints to try and keep everything in place for a while, but it prevents you from being able to breathe through your nose. Ugh. And so, um, I went home, and I was supposed to be supposed to be a week before I had f- follow up. Yeah, to get these like splints out. But um, on like day four, having not slept at all. Oh, because every time I fall asleep, um, gasp for air. Because you try to breathe through your nose and your nose is like, "Eh," or it's not happening. And so you wake up and that kept happening to me. Um, on the fourth day, um, I started to hear, uh, some David Bowie that I've never heard before that doesn't, that doesn't exist. Whoa. Yeah. And on day five, I went back to the doctor. Still awake. (laughs) Yeah, have not have not not slept. Wow. And then he took the splints out, gave me like some Advan, <laughs> and I went home and slept for like two days. Yeah, but yeah, I was hallucinating auditory hallucinations.
0: Those are creepy fucking hallucinations too, man. It auditory, was a and really tactile? good
1: David Bowie song. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I
0: wish I could have wrote it down. That's really fucking cool. Yeah. So yeah, I guess four and a half days oh yeah man and your body's just
1: gotta be screaming at that point well i was on like painkillers (laughs) and my fucking face was all bandaged up
0: oh dude yeah so research uh out of u arizona found that sleep deprivation increases levels of the serotonin 2a receptor which is the receptor that psilocybin and lsd attach to so i won't go on too long here but Pretty much it's sleep deprivation stimulates a gene product that stimulates the creation or the making of this receptor.
1: So I am saying that if you stayed up for a couple of days and then took some mushrooms, you're going to have an extra strong trip.
0: So my next question was, have you ever taken psychedelics when super sleep deprived? Because
1: I have. But I've been thinking... No, but I've been thinking about it recently. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Yeah, because I have this uh, schedule problem. You do. I've been thinking about... Um, Everything's fucked up for me. Yeah. Okay. So, like, normally you would take acid, you know, in the after five or six p.m., let's say, at I like least
0: the four o'clock star, personally. Whatever. Yeah. I'm just
1: saying, generally, it's an evening thing. Yes. But for me, that time is like, that's like the morning for me. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I find it hard to. It's too early, you know, to take acid. Can't really (laughs) enjoy it. My equivalent of seven or eight in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, what I was thinking was, what I should do is actually take it at seven in the morning.
0: Yeah. Have you ever done that?
1: No. But I've been thinking about it recently, and thinking maybe I could fix my sleep schedule (laughs) by forcing Forcing. myself to stay up for thirty plus hours. And then... Crashing. Tr- yeah, trying to
0: crash into a regular schedule. The danger with that, I think, would be is when you're sometimes so tired the that can't sleep. Gonna,
1: yeah, sometimes the ass is going to keep you up for 24 hours regardless of when you take it.
0: That happens to you too? No, not regularly. Man, that German shit we had the first couple times...
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That used to happen to oh, me. Jesus Christ, that's what like that that used to happen to me all the time. Like I, I'd be over here <laughs> until like two or three in the morning, yeah. and then I'd go home and trip balls for the, you know another four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's ways to put yourself to sleep. Let's just say there that. are.
0: I think you should give it a shot, man. <clears throat>
1: so I've been thinking about
0: it. what this paper is saying is that i'm more i'm more concerned about
1: what the hell am i going to do at seven in the morning <laughs> there's like what the fuck is going on at seven in the morning
0: i think you just get into like a marathon of something like television or maybe something? television or because I mean, there's video no games
1: twitch yeah well i don't know how many video games i'd be able to play
0: that's very fair
1: but um there's not much going on on twitch at seven in the morning
0: well, let me tell you something. Mm. I ate half an ounce of mushrooms last weekend. A half an ounce? And then my buddy came over the next day and we ate another four grams.
1: A half an ounce?
0: Yeah. You ate 14 so was, grams? So it was multiple days. It was like over a period of time. Ugh. So I did Friday. It was about a quarter. but Probably closer to five. Why? Saturday was another quarter. Because I just got in this headspace and I'm like, let's keep drinking tea man let's get it going oh tea well that's not the same that's true i should have should have led with that so it started with like a four gram eat right and then topping up with like two grams throughout the night the next day went back at it had a great time then the next day my buddy came over with more and we had another great time it was fucking amazing i know you hate the gut rot and i do too oh but i must say it's good thing you got those new toilets goddamn right uh, <laughs> jesus christ it wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be but oh. still absolutely terrible yeah in terms of like the physical feeling but the mental feeling. oh like, no i'm with oh you. my that's god
1: let's get some four aco we need to man because yeah i lo- I, en- I enjoy a, a mushroom trip it's just not fucking worth no. worth it not when you got the german acid that's so fucking clean it's on the way i still stand by that you feel better the next day
0: If I don't drink alcohol, I feel better the next day.
1: that's you. I'm I'm never drinking.
0: No, you don't. If
1: I drink, I have like one or two drinks.
0: You've always been good with that. And also sleep. If I keep it sober and sleep well, I feel like a million bucks the next day.
1: I feel like even if you take the German acid Mm -hmm. and it keeps you up for 24 hours and then you go to bed, when you get up, you still feel great. whatever point you finally get your sleep, when you wake up, you're still going to feel great. There's no fucking... Other than the only reason you can't sleep, it's not because it's a stimulant. It's because your mind is fucking so active, right? Oh yeah. So that's not a, like there's absolutely zero residue hangover at all. When you really
0: nail it, It, I, if you take it at the right time, but I think it's like the half-life. I I don't want to speak out of my ass, but it's, it's pretty small as you were saying. I mean, it gets out of the system very fast to a point.
1: Like, like how fast? Like you can't you can't do acid m- consecutive days. I think it's like a two day thing. I think it's more than that because, like, what was it was you that used to say was it Hamilton Morris or whatever?
0: That fucking suggests, guy scared me off. Uh,
1: you know, twenty one days or something in between trips, and I'm like, if it has a half life of a day or two, how does that make any sense?
0: It's got a half but, life of
1: five hours. But if you take acid, like even even 5 days apart. Yeah. The second trip is different. It's yeah. lesser.
0: I think you're experiencing personally. I think you're I'm experiencing more of a mental tolerance, like a a state dependent memory kind of thing versus a physical tolerance. You know what I no,
1: mean? No, I I don't trip. I don't trip as hard.
0: No, I don't either.
1: If like I when we first got that sheet of uh German acid, <laughs> uh, I was taking it every weekend for three or four weekends and yeah. i definitely noticed uh a decrease in yeah. its effects and that's a week apart so there's some intangibles involved in there somehow and it's it,
0: honestly it could LSD even research is it could so even pretty be young. like
1: like you know like if lsd is hitting you and creating like huge amounts of dopamine or whatever the serotonin or whatever the fuck it's actually doing yeah. maybe that 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 is what's the lasting part you know what i mean Mm. is you're already topped up on that shit so you can't really go farther right so maybe yeah the drug is done doing its thing but the leftovers uh are still there
0: yeah i mean if it's still in the receptor it's going back to this i've one time took acid it's within the last year i think it was last spring something like that after being out for like 24 hours i want to say you took it after 24 hours yeah that's that's craziness it was absolute mayhem i had a summer um holy fuck i wouldn't even consider doing that i there's a lot going on and there was a moment i'm outside on the balcony doing my thing and i could have sworn i saw the clouds turning into like a physical spaceship that resembled a klingon spaceship from star trek have myself convinced. And at okay. that point, I realized go inside. Go try and sleep or something.
1: <laughs> and that was that how many hours into the trip?
0: Probably like four or five. Yes. Yeah, so you're, you're just gonna go in bed and like freak out. Daydream. Yeah. Exactly. But I haven't ever had a, like hallucinations like that before. And to see that sleep deprivation increases the receptor load in your brain kind of makes sense. The only time
1: I've had visual
0: hallucinations and I other
1: than like i've told you about how that the floor at my in my kitchen looks wet
0: but that's more of like a right
1: no no there's some there's some hallucination going on there because i can see like it ripples a little bit yeah. you know but actual hallucinations the only time i've ever had actual actual hallucinations was on dmt and i only did it once with the like open eye hallucinations yeah i told you like i had paisley fish swimming (laughs) swimming on my walls right right yeah i didn't i didn't go any further than that like i didn't like leave this dimension but yeah the walls were just covered in swimming paisley fish it was pretty cool
0: i gotta find my dmt
1: i'm good i'm really good i don't it's too fucking it's too harsh to smoke if there's another mind it there's another way to ingest it I'd be down.
0: Yeah, I've heard of pharma but yeah, I, no, I, I ain't no chemist.
1: Well, no, because of what you're you're taking like some MAOIs
0: and actively or, or orally active DMT.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, it seems like uh, some suburb ayahuasca. You know, it kind of does. Uh, if I'm gonna take ayahuasca, I want to. You know, I want to be sitting in the tent like you know carlos Castaneda with don juan i don't think i do taking the fucking you know peyote buttons does sound pretty nice
0: Mescalito. i'm Mescalito. i'm not trying to go out into the jungle and trip i must say i'm perfectly comfortable in the house no no or in the city. i'm talking
1: about um i'm talking about dmt or ayahuasca specifically yeah that you know that's kind of the way that it's supposed to be done right i guess so maybe yeah that's where that's where it came about
0: that is true but it's also like in terms of its synthesis and freebase it's pretty new
1: uh you mean like just dmt straight to be able to smoke it it's It's like it's so gross it's so plasticky it's like it's like you remember like you ever went over to a friend's house where you know maybe they had like A small flood in the basement. It's got that And it's got super dank, musty... Mildew. That's exactly what... Oh, that's exactly (laughs) what smoking DMT is like. That's not wrong. Oh, dude. It's so dank. And And not... It's too dank. You know what I mean? It is pretty dank. I must say. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I might try... I might try doing acid to fix my sleep schedule as crazy as that sounds you should give it a go use Um, the tools that you have right uh, yeah i could also just try and stay up 24 hours and then that might fix it but
0: there's also other tools to do that yeah like what a dexedrine no 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 that's only
1: gonna make it worse
0: you just need to time the crash properly no
1: no I don't even like the way I feel when I take dextrin.
0: I like to take too much dextrin, personally.
1: Like, how much is
0: too much? Uh, It used to be pretty bad, but like four to five in a day.
1: 40 40 milligrams milligrams of of extended.
0: Oh, yeah, that's too much. And then kind of like layer them on top of each other so it keeps going throughout the evening. I used to,
1: there was a time when I was prescribed four and I was taking four. Yeah and it was even too much then yeah yeah two seemed to be pretty manageable but now i i mean like i've i've still got a bottle of it i mean um, you're sitting on gold literally i'm not interested in taking it i've got a bottle of uh vivance that has been really burning a hole in my pocket but you're sitting it's on gonna gold. take some serious it's gonna take a serious commitment to fixing my schedule to be on that vivance because and speed
0: probably isn't the answer
1: <laughs> vivance is uh, it weird it's not in those families
0: it is really yeah, it's not it's, speed it, it is it's dex m that with an f oh versus yeah, well, maybe a maybe that's
1: why it's so fucking good it's way better than dexedrine
0: it's pretty much like a it comes out in layers it's the pro drug to dexedrine so your liver needs to process it break off the right. group and then it becomes active and it does that slowly over time
1: it's really fucking good it's well engineered it's as good as it gets it makes uh modafinil look like fucking caffeine
0: modafinil is very close to caffeine i must say
1: but that's what i'm saying it's, it's if you're if you're looking for great stimulants that's not the way to go it's yeah. You, I think you learned your your lesson with that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not not worth it. Like, need more of a, a punch to get you going. Wow, fucking one thirty milligram Vivance. I was like, Whoa.
0: I took. One I'm gonna before... start fucking
1: building a fucking house or something. <laughs> if I if I get on that, I don't know if I'm ready for that.
0: <laughs> I used when I was working at the restaurant. I never worked grill during dinner because there's the professional dude doing grill. This one day, the guy showed it. he wasn't was sick. Didn't come in, and I happened to take a Vivance that day. Like four hours go by. Turns out I worked the entire evening. But yep. you just get shit done. Oh yeah, you get. You want to talk about that flow state? God damn, man! But not the healthiest way to achieve it. Huh? It's not great for you.
1: How is it not great
0: for you? It, over time, it's not good for your bladder. Not good for your liver.
1: I don't know, how, how much worse could it be uh, than alcohol or or amphetamine street amphetamines?
0: It's definitely better than the street amphetamines. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. In terms of the grand scheme of damage.
1: There's a lot of people whose quality of life is better because of it. Most definitely. Yeah.
0: The thing that I always worry about is like prescribing young kids with it.
1: Um, You'll know if it works right away.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because the problem,
1: like with people with these kids, is right. Is like, um, it's kind of counterintuitive to prescribe um, a stimulant to an overactive child. Yeah. But what chemically happens is it calms them down. Yeah. Right, and that's how you know if it's working.
0: So if they have,
1: if your kids just getting extra fucking bonkers, they don't have ADHD. Then they're not ADHD. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I don't see that being a big problem as long as people are, like, on top of it.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Yeah, because I remember, like, when I got diagnosed with ADHD, I was, like, 18 already. I hadn't been on anything.
0: Life I've probably just, could have been a bit easier if you yeah, had that before. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay? And I remember the when I,
1: I – I took a couple but that didn't really work. Mm-hmm. Like, I took Ritalin, didn't nah. really get any effect off of it. But then once I, once I got on the decks, mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the first I went to work. I took it. I went to work. I came home. I locked myself in my room and I alphabetized all my fucking CDs. And I had like a thousand CDs. Wow! And I didn't even realize it. My mom's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I just alphabetized all my CDs." And she's like, "Oh shit, that's that shit's working." <laughs> But it, it has diminishing returns as well. It like does. You build up a tolerance, and pretty
0: quickly, especially if you use recreation, recreationally.
1: No, no, I'm talking about like as Basically. prescribed by the doctor. You're taking uh, 40 milligrams a day. Yeah, you, you you you're super effective, extra effective in the things you're doing initially, mm-hmm. but at some point it just becomes a norm. Yeah, which is probably what it's supposed to do like when it's working properly for people
0: who need it but then what if you need to up your dosage like i think the i don't think you do
1: i took i was on 40 milligrams of dextrin for like i don't know five plus years it's and, a lot uh it definitely improved things with me but getting off of it is like
0: wow your dopamine levels are probably
1: like fuck no, you, just dude. Like,
0: um
1: so the The first day that you stop taking it, you're, you're good probably 10 hours into the day. Yeah. Then, you know, you hit that 10 or 12 hour mark of the day and you just like hit a fucking wall. And then that's how your life is for the next week, at least. Yeah. You're just out of commission. Don't. Wanna do anything, can't do really do anything.
0: Couch, fat and salt. <clears throat> yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh the last time I stopped taking it and got off of it, I was like, I'm never taking it again.
0: Just not worth the the weaning off, eh?
1: Nah, I won't even take it recreationally.
0: That's the only way I take it. Yeah, I won't. no not no. Let's I'm just done with it. And with this good quality of acid, I'm like, I don't need amphetamines at all. I, no, like the quality
1: is that good. Although at some point I want to try, I want to try some math.
0: I've tried math before.
1: I've never tried it. I would like to try it, but I don't, I don't know. The idea of staying up for three days doesn't sound great to me.
0: I was like 17 when I tried it. Oh, wow. It was awful. I was working at a bar. Were you snorting it? Yeah. Okay. And um, at the time I was pretty into the yayo. Oh, wow. And ran out. So this is a older server who was like, "Oh yeah,
1: I'll just take a bump of this." He
0: was like thirty, something yeah. like that. I was a kid. He's like, "I got some speed if you want it." I'm like, "Sure." What's, what's the difference between speed and
1: methamphetamine? So there's
0: methamphetamine, which is a crystalline substance, and right. speed is just amphetamine. So it misses the methyl group, and that's usually like a powder or a paste. Yeah. It can be a little more moist See, at, at times. With, at least with meth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, at least with math, like crystal math, yeah. they're not buffing it.
0: No, and you it's pretty I mean? cheap to make apparently and
1: you think everything else is like not every like powders are kinda of out at this point. Yeah. They're they're I'm all good. Buffed, man. Especially with all these busts that you've seen around here, like the ratio of buffing agent to actual drugs it's is ridiculous. crazy. It's like ten buffing agents for every one. You know, maybe drunk. even more. Oh yeah,
0: I mean the things that we were seeing was like,
1: they do closer had, to hundred to one. This dude had over two million dollars of buffing agent. I want to know what this buffing agent is.
0: I've talked to a few people. Apparently, B twelve works really well because it's soluble in. But why was in it, water? How, how,
1: how much? Like, how many barrels of B twelve does it take to get up to two million dollars? A shit ton. Exactly. B so twelve is cheap as hell. You'd think one barrel of powder is going to be a lot of fucking buffing agent. You'd hope, right? So then, what what is what is a buffing agent that costs two million dollars a barrel?
0: It's got to be active. It's got to be if you're paying two million dollars, and also if you're using that much buff to whatever you're putting it in, you got to think it's like
1: fifty percent
0: at least. Oh yeah, I'd assume. Like I don't buy powders anymore, but I wouldn't expect anything more than forty or fifty on the street. That's on crazy. A, on a good day, probably. Go to lunch. Yeah.
1: So what, yeah, I would love to know what it is or what the combination of buffers is. Like people used to say uh, it was like baby laxative. Yeah,
0: which I still think is legit. Oh, well, it definitely was legit. <laughs> uh,
1: in one case where uh, I took a trip with uh, Johnny yeah. and uh, one of his <laughs> friends, you know. Uh, I do. Showed up. Um, and he he took a a bump and then took proceeded to take the most dank shit <laughs> I've ever smelled in my entire <laughs> life. like I had to spend I spent the rest of the night on the on the balcony of this hotel room. oh because it that it bad? just wouldn't it was like it stuck to everything. It's like, you know how like oh, oh no you sometimes you go into a, a person's house and you can smell everything they've cooked for the last couple of
0: weeks. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. I was oh. like, that, oh. Was dang. this Johnny or our friend? This was the friend. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. And you know who
1: I'm talking about. That dude can shit. That dude, <laughs> for a little man, he could take a big ass stinky shit. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you
0: eating that comes out smelling like that? Oh, oh my God. Oh, shit. And it God. seems like it's also a stimulant thing, just in general.
1: Yeah, I've heard stories where, like, uh, you know, back in the day, like, that serious Coke heads just, like, you know, I don't know how true this is, but just having their Coke dealer in the room with, the, with their supply on them uh-huh. was enough that, like, that scent that maybe you couldn't even really smell, but you could smell, yeah. was enough to make you have to shit your pants instantly. You have to run to the can.
0: You know what? I'd buy it. I'd believe it. Yeah, I believe that shit All this talk
1: is making me want to take a shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well before that Well you go came to head me a call pop And then he talked so my body was Barbekin He sighed oh, lord Jesus it's a feed. Then he ran out He didn't grab no shoes Or nothing Jesus He ran for me i And then The smoke got me it I got, got me. bronchitis. I ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Which one is that? Is that Rosa? That's Lucia. She speaks, uh, the setting is actually Spanish, Espanol. Yeah, she's got an early, thick accent. She does. Oh, Lord Hazel's. <laughs> oh, Lord Hazel's
1: is a fire. <laughs> Killer. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe she didn't. Think so. All right. See you next
0: week. See you guys.